The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shab LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about advertising mechanics across new media channels. Joining us is Anna McMichaels, who is the Partnerships Director at Vlogbox, which is a global video content distribution and monetization company delivering precisely targeted video ads to OTT and CTV audiences and bringing monetization yields to content creators. Striving to perfect their suite of content distribution services, Vlogbox's video monetization platform covers hosting, encoding, and the streaming of video content combined with a custom app development for their clients and, above all, efficient ad monetization. Yesterday, Anna and I talked about how the OTT and CTTV industries are surviving in the cookie-less era, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about which publishers are winning the OTT competition. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Anna McMichael, the Partnerships Director at Vlogbox. Anna, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you. Excited to have you back and to continue our conversation. For anybody that didn't listen yesterday, Anna and I started off talking about what is happening in terms of targeting in the video advertising space, the OTT and CTV spaces. And my takeaway from that conversation is, you know, the video advertising industry, which is kind of replicating what has been done in traditional TV advertising might actually not be as impacted by the decrease in third-party cookies because there is so much granular contextual targeting. Really what I'm saying is you don't just have to follow your consumers around every show they're watching. You can actually get really granular by targeting people based on what channels they're watching and specifically what shows they're interested in. So even though we're not retargeting consumers, you can still reach very targeted consumers with this methodology. That said, Anna, I want to talk to you a little bit about an update in what's actually happening in OTT today. You know, who's winning the OTT competition? What are some of the brands, publishers, and media partners that are really taking advantage of this space? Yeah, I think there is really, really many players who are trying to get into the space. And when I talk about this, the first thing that come to mind is a lot of YouTubers that essentially has a lot of video inventory and they are just approaching the CTV space. And a lot of them already have their content and, you know, an SVOD model or AVOD, and they really take advantage of the space. 
So I would say really the publishers who are winning this game is those who understand that CTV and OTT is truly a new ecosystem for them. And the ecosystem has so many opportunities for growth. And it's still going to be growing and evolving with e-commerce implementation and things like that. So really, companies who understand that it's time to consider and have their content and promote their content on CTV is definitely going to win that game. And are you familiar with the video star Blippi? Of course. Okay. You say, of course. I've had children for five years. Blippi was new to me. Everything that I had heard was keep your kids off YouTube because if they're watching YouTube, you're always like three clicks away from Hitler. Yeah. You could be watching a video with Elmo and then there's all sorts of content that is not healthy for children. And so we downloaded the YouTube kids app and the first video that came up was Blippi. And for anybody that doesn't have kids, Blippi is an ex-military officer. I think he was in the army or the navy turned kids video star. He walks around with orange suspenders, a blue shirt and an orange hat and big glasses. And he tours all sorts of kids events and parks and things that kids are interested in. And he's just a goofy kind of wild guy. And my first reaction, nothing personal blippy, was this guy looks like the modern day Pee Wee Herman. (laughs) Moral of the story, I have learned that blippy is harmless and wonderfully entertaining for children. And we found Blippi on YouTube, but now we know that Blippi is on Amazon and all sorts of other streaming channels. So is this the model that you're talking about where there are the, you know, sort of creator communities on the YouTubes of the world or whatever channels are sort of digitally native starting to move towards a more traditional television model? That was actually who I was talking about. And Bleepy is a perfect example because you're right. A lot of kids' content is definitely three clicks away from Hitler. And personally, for my kids, when I give him a YouTube, I really don't want to do that because it's the phone. He can click to different shows and who knows what he's watching in another three minutes. Where on the TV, you can kind of regulate it and it has better quality. It's on the big screen. And that's definitely, I think it's better experience. And I see a lot of kids content creators leaning towards that model as well. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, 
Your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. So it's interesting to me. I was shocked. And honestly, my wife and I have looked up Blippi's net worth and it's in the tens of millions of dollars, which just is incredible for a guy that was on YouTube making silly little videos for kids. But I'm like, oh, Blippi's really blowing up. He's on Amazon now. What do those relationships look like for creators to get on some of the streaming services? How hard is that? How are they compensated? How does that whole relationship work? So, for example, I know players like Blippi, they've been acquired by Moonbug Entertainment. So now they kind of take care of all of that promotion. But if we are talking about smaller YouTubers, it's really, really easy to get in because even Roku, what they offer, you really can just go on the Roku platform and create your own channel by yourself. Of course, it's going to be kind of like a constructor, easy, really simple model, nothing special. But if you're going to use a developer team, maybe like third-party companies who can help you to develop your channel, you'll have a lot better success with the type of channel that you have. But it's very easy to get in, especially now. Even our company at this point, we create in channels for YouTubers and it's been very successful launching them. And they have all sorts of opportunities of acquiring new audience and monetizing their audience on CTV. Wait, Blippi got acquired? Moonbug bought Blippi in his content? And Cockamelon and all sorts of things that you see on the website. They're essentially like a big CTV aggregator. First off, everyone that's listening, we're all in the wrong industry. (laughs) If you're not creating kids videos on YouTube, you're doing something wrong because apparently you can make millions and millions of dollars, go through an acquisition and somebody else does all the work for you. That's who's winning in CTV. It's the blippies of the world. And here, you know, you and me are sitting in an office sweating over a laptop. Something's wrong with the world here that, you know, the creators are able to have these type of experience. And obviously I'm kidding and I'm partially a creator myself, but how is it possible for someone to become a creator and distribute their content so easily? And and is this really who's winning or are there larger enterprises that are basically finding talent and cultivating it? Or is it the creators that are just becoming big and then getting bought? I think it's a really interested market. Of course, very competitive. Of course, big companies get bought by bigger CTV names. But generally, if you kind of get the direction to go on CTV, you will be winning because you essentially work in a whole new ecosystem that is still growing. And if you look at the growth, yes, audience is big. It's not as big as YouTube where we have 20 billion active users versus connected TV is about 200 millions. So yes, it's not as huge of a presence, but it keeps growing. And if you're looking at new generation and in millennials or Gen Z, no one is going to be purchasing cable anymore. Everyone's going to watch it on TV and it just gets very popular. And OTT is, I mean, the connected TV is still accessible through your phones. So it's definitely a big ecosystem to consider. I cannot believe that I just Googled Moonbug acquires Blippi and read that Moonbug acquired Blippi and Coco Melon for $120 million. I am banging my head on the table. I can't believe we're sitting here working when people are making like, how many figures is that? Nine figures to make kids shows. That's who's winning the CCTV OTT game here, everybody. It's the creators that are cultivating audiences that are selling and being acquired. 
that said, in terms of you know the marketing perspective, who are some of the companies that are doing well, not necessarily in monetizing in CCTV, selling their own advertising, but who's taking advantage of the media and, and doing a nice job growing their business on the backs of some of these creators? I would say anyone who works on the programmatic side, because it's purely programmatic right now. So all big programmatic companies, exchanges that are connected to me, definitely take advantage of that. So the programmatic advertisers are not only plugging in in the digital space where they're able to do sort of display and social media retargeting, but they're also able to take advantage of the OTT CTV targeting as well, getting in front of those blippy type audiences. Oh my God, blippy got $100 million for kids' (laughs) content. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Anna McMichaels, the Partnerships Director at Vlogbox. In the third part of this conversation, which we'll publish tomorrow, Anna and I are going to talk about whether streaming games are the new advertising gate. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Anna, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter, where her company's handle is Vlogbox Inks. That's V-L-O-G-B-O-X-I-N-C. Or you could visit her company's website, which is vlogbox.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.